Hello and welcome to episode 14 of the Short-Term Rentals podcast. My name is Paul Stevens, news editor of Short-Term Rentals, and today I'm joined by Chris Morn, CEO and co-founder of global verification platform IPRAC. Hi Chris, how are you doing? I'm very well, Paul. How are you? I'm okay. I'm, uh, I'm really looking forward to this podcast. Um, I know yeah, we've been it for a while. So um, um, where are you calling in from today? Today I'm in Cannes, south of France. Excellent. And uh, oh, I'm sure you've got much nicer weather than we have here in the UK. Yeah, yeah it's, a bit, it's about 30 degrees, 31 degrees today. Sun is shining. Shops are open, bars, restaurants are open. So it's, uh, yeah, it's good. It's good. So today we're going to be discussing IPAC's investment into the short-term rental sector, common yeah. types of fraud, and how the landscape for the industry will shift as the COVID-19 pandemic wanes. Does that sound okay to you? Absolutely, yeah. So Chris, my first question is, in April, IPAC confirmed that it was investing $1 million of value into the short-term rental sector to support operators within the space and help them focus on sustainability. So could you tell yeah. me a bit about what the, the latest investment is with the um, initiative, um, your, your background as well in the space? Sure. Um, well, the initiative, yeah, the initiative came, you know, prior to the, um, to the COVID-19 lockdown, you know, the confinement and the, around Europe and, the, and globally, where we decided that IPAC as a, as a team we wanted to and as a brand we wanted to try and find a way that we could give back to the industry the short-term rental industry and the way that we came after you know after a few weeks of, of locking heads we came up with an initiative that we would open up the, the IPAC platform for property managers and property owners to to join for 12 months for free which was kind of a saving, you know, I think agencies were paying around 899 at the time and private owners were paying 399. So we cut the, the cost by 100% and we allowed the, um, these managers and owners to join the IPLAC platform for free during an initiative for the month of May. But what we did find was that May was a month where it was very difficult for people to commit and we ended up extending the initiative which is now running until the end of August this year. So we can, um, but so far we've signed just under 2,600 members on the initiative around the globe and the US, Europe, Spain, Portugal, UK, France, Australia is quite big. So we've, um, so yeah, we, the initiative's had a real positive effect to the industry and we're seeing a lot of people using the platform which is which is exactly what we wanted to do so it's uh yeah it's been a real positive initiative for the whole industry um and moving on from that what um you know from your years of experience in the space what now are the the common types of fraud that you're seeing within the market particularly in this pandemic period and uh and also what would you advise people to be looking out for and and to do to to safeguard themselves against this well, I mean, I mean, fraud itself. I mean, the 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 main the main types of fraud that are out there right now are, this, are the same that have been out there for quite a few years. It's you know fake listings, which is fraudulent operators providing you know listing quality properties with nice photos with reduced pricing, 
to entice you know potential buyers and consumers to you know to inquire and then they they're basically selling them a, a property that doesn't exist so what generally happens is that a consumer will engage in conversations by email by phone with the fraudster to the, get to the point where they will you know release payment of a deposit or a full payment and then the arrive they arrive in the destination of where the property is to find that the property doesn't exist and i mean this is the biggest fraud that is happening right now which is not new it's been happening for a long time and this is one of the reasons why if not the reason why ipac was founded because of trying to provide consumers a safeguard into how they can book property online or direct with operators to make sure that they're, they're booking with a legitimate operator and also to give legitimate operators the platform to showcase credibility and that's what iprac came so fraud in itself that's the main the main one people have got to look out for right now is just fraudulent listings and these are listed on booking platforms as well because the booking platforms don't verify the listing mm. so there's a lot of fake properties listed on booking platforms but the fraudsters are listing these properties on platforms with the intention to try to bring consumers off the booking platform by reducing price or if you want to come off the platform or if you contact me by directly we can give you a 30 percent discount and these are all fraudulent operators techniques that they tried so they list on airbnb booking.com to try to entice the inquiry and then they'll try to get people off the platform if nobody comes off the platform the fraudster will, will walk away and try somebody else but their their main job is to put as many fraudulent properties out there on the market to get as many inquiries to convert as many fraudulent rentals as they can and, you know and they're generating a lot of money because you know consumers are putting a lot of trust in booking.com or airbnb but they're going off platform which is wrong um but i know that a lot of consumers do it because they're enticed by special offers with discounted prices you know so that's why you've got to be very careful about moving off platforms and if you're booking direct it's better to really do your due diligence on who you're booking with and take your time and not get caught up in the moment by a good price and somebody telling you that if you don't book by the end of the day i'm going to have to rent it to somebody else don't fall for things like that you know generally the properties aren't going to go that quick so you just i would advise people if they're booking direct to take their time and do their due diligence iprac have got some great content on their website and the free property check which i advise people to use and on booking platforms stay on the platform stay on the platform um and i guess the the matter of fraudulent listings everything you've talked about there is particularly relevant now as we're seeing the hospitality sectors uh particularly in the uk start to open up uh, and travelers now seeking more staycations so from that what what do you think um why are the matters of of trust and confidence more important than ever now um I think I mean trust. I mean trust has always been important for this for this sector. I mean if you haven't, if you're not showcasing or demonstrating trust and confidence, you're you're not going to build a business in the short-term rental sector. That's for sure. 
You know, you, you can have a nice website, you can have all of the things that you need to generate inquiries, but if you're not showcasing trust and confidence and payment guarantees, then that's, you know, that's, that's going to be very difficult for you to create rentals on a, on a scale. So trust and confidence has always been a factor within this industry. That's not new, but I believe that now the, the, with the staycation is people are looking for more in terms of cancellation, good cancellation policies, good pricing, specific cleaning techniques that are out there now to against the COVID-19. So trust, you, you, trust is vital, you know, to, to building a, to building your brand. And I believe that if you're looking to, to rent properties post COVID-19, then trust is paramount. You know, you've got to demonstrate it, but a lot of people believe that trust is just a matter of, well, people should trust me. It doesn't work that way. You know, there's a, there's a psychology behind consumer buying and you have to demonstrate and showcase trust in a different way to what you would think, you know, and that's not just about having nice photos and reviews and a website. There's a lot more goes into showcasing trust and credibility like IPAC approval, but also there's other approvals out there like um, ASAP and, and other accreditations that can help but you've got to be looking at your trust and confidence strategy on how consumers see you within that sector before they, that's the only way that they're going to book if they can feel they trust you and that their payments are guaranteed um, and for my last question um, how do you think the short-term rental landscape is going to change as the pandemic wanes and how are you expecting likes of consumer behavior and their priorities to shift? I know it's something you've been quite uh, vocal about on, uh, on social media recently. Well, I think, I think of course, there's, a, there's going to be a new trend of how consumers look at it. I mean, right now we're looking at people, they're not looking to travel abroad. So they're looking to be, you know, like, you know, like the buzzword at the moment is the staycation. So people are looking to stay within their own country and travel within their own country. So I believe that's not only going to be for this year while the pandemic, I think a lot of people are going to realize that this is a, um, a trend that's going to peak in 2021 and 22, because there's a lot to do in your own country that a lot of people will start realizing that they can do. So I think that's going to be a trend for sure, but pricing is going to be key because I think where we are at the minute is that properties is on a high, you know, there's the, you know, that we're saturated with properties around the globe. Every country, every city is saturated with properties and not enough clients right now. So price is going to be driven. And I think what we're seeing right now is, I mean, here in Cannes, we're seeing a lot of prices that would normally go for, let's say 6,000 a week, like a two bedroom apartment for 6,000 euros a week. That's been driven down to maybe, by half, 3,000 a week. So that's reduced income. So that's, you've got to be very careful about how you're running your business right now. I mean, for me, it's all about doing rentals, but you've got to be earning a profit and you have to do everything you can to make sure you are earning a profit. And I think a lot of people today don't do that. They don't run P&Ls, they don't do forecasts, or they don't know where they can 
reduce costs in either cleaning or speaking to their property owners of their managed properties to get owners to take a hit on certain pricing. But you've got to be looking at where you are from a price point of view. I think that's key mm. right now um, because I think a lot of people are thinking that they can just charge what they were charging prior to the COVID-19 and they're finding they're not getting the bookings, but that's probably because there's people who have got similar properties, similar location are offering the property at like 30, 40% less. So if you're not in the, if you're not at the right price, then you could, you know, you could lose out, but at the same time, you don't want to be going too low. So price is very, very, it's very important right now to be able to, structure your pricing right so that you're not getting it too low but you're not charging too much oh excellent thank you very much for all of your insights today chris uh, and for joining me today for the latest episode of short-term rentals podcast i hope you enjoyed it my pleasure yeah i really enjoyed it thank you paul thanks for inviting me always a pleasure and uh, just a reminder that you can follow all of the latest news features and opinions from the global short-term rental industry on shorttermrentals.com where you can also sign up to our weekly newsletters which come out every Monday and Thursday. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next time.